Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The FBI is currently searching Joe Biden's beach home. I think this is the fourth location they've searched. And uh, we just learned yesterday that the FBI searched his one of his premises is back in November. That had been kept a secret for the month now that we've known about this with the, uh, what's her name? JP, what's her name? I'm sorry, I was reading something. White House ready. Press Secretary, what's her name? Oh, JP. KJP. KJP. She, Karen Jean-Pierre, oui, oui. She will once again go out there today and talk about how they have been transparent and forthcoming at every step of the way, even though... <laughs> CBS uncovered it in the first place, and CBS uncovered yesterday the fact that the FBI was there, and they didn't tell us that. But the FBI's back again, searching a sitting president's home. So more on that later if we learn anything. So perhaps you've noticed your favorite news show is running highlights of and descriptions of the Alec Murdoch trial. It looks like Murdaw. Why the family pronounces it Murdoch, I can't help you understand, but they do. This is a family that in their chunk of South Carolina have run the place for generations. This guy who's on trial for murder right now, accused of murdering his wife and son, cold blood, blew their heads off. I mean, just oh. it's terrible. Um, How long ago was the murder? Uh, 2021. Because you mentioned it had become the subject of podcasts and that sort of thing. So was it one of those deals where they're trying to get justice for something? Yes. 
Yeah, a, 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 the the most popular one, as I understand it, and I'm not an expert on this, but I'm kind of aware of it through other people, was a local journalist who just kept getting shut down and told by her bosses, listen, pipe down on this, all right? You don't want to mess with the Murdochs. But she was certain something dirty was going on, so she kept after it. And was one of the reasons that it was people like her and others who who at least urged along the authorities into actually digging into this incredibly powerful family. Yeah, that's a, that's happened a number of times where these podcasts catch on to a, a crime that the police either, you know, were actively not doing or just didn't have the funding to look into or whatever. And the podcasts dig up enough stuff and get enough pressure going that something comes around. That's fantastic. So this family, this guy, Alec, who's on trial for uh, murdering his, his wife and child, his son, uh, his son was a teenager. Um, he was the third in a row of his family to be the like the D.A., the prosecutor of the multi-county chunk of the state where they lived. And so the family was the family in the legal world of that part of South Carolina for three generations. Every cop knew and feared them. Every prosecutor, every attorney, every judge, every clerk, every bailiff knew who the Murdochs were and did not breathe a word of of ill-considered talk about them. They had that sort of power. And so, and I'll give you the brief timeline on this. 06, I'm sorry, whoops, I flipped back too far. Stand by. Uh, 2015. Former high school classmate of Alex's oldest son, Buster, who's still around, is found dead in the middle of a country road. His car was three miles away and out of gas. Blunt force trauma caused by a hit and run. His mother said all along he was murdered. Highway Patrol disagreed with the autopsy determination, pursued several leads, including rumors that Buster, the son, was having a secret affair with Smith, the kid who died, but that was quickly swept away. And the case was unsolved. What happened? Who knew? I don't know. They've reopened that case, by the way. 2018, a few years later, the Murdoch family's, Murdoch family's housekeeper dies after a mysterious accident falling down some stairs. Her family filed a wrongful death claim at the urging of Alex, the now defendant, um, and, uh, and I'm going to jump ahead a little bit here. They got millions of dollars which Alex and his cronies then pocketed. That's one thing you should know about this great, the the king of of the law in that area. He ripped off his own law firm and his all of his clients for millions and millions of dollars. And he spent millions and millions of dollars while stealing from them, partly to support his drug habit. Oh, okay. That's a wrinkle. all going on behind the scenes. He became a raving uh, oxy addict. Mm, Okay. And began stealing from everybody he could steal with. All right, 2019, you got the dead housekeeper mysteriously. You got the dead friend of the boy not far away mysteriously. Might have been a lover, might not, who knows. February 2019th, the young son who was the murder victim, who by all descriptions was an obnoxious, awful drunk. He was a teenage drinker. And his f- friends had a uh, a saying that, oh, God, Timmy's come out. He had a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing where when he began drinking, 
Timmy would come out and Timmy was cruel and he was mean and you couldn't talk to him and he was violent. But this was the son of the Murdochs. So you dared not say anything or do anything or report him to the cops or whatever. You don't expect that sort of behavior out of the teenage son of a super wealthy, powerful family. Oh, for multiple generations. They were untouchable for generations. Wow. And, you know, this is this is a parable, folks. This sure. is a, about how power corrupts. So anyway, obnoxious uh, uh, drunk son goes boating at night, runs in the fog, runs the boat into a dock, or I guess it was a bridge, come to think of it, kills a young woman whose body isn't found for three days. Oof. Her family sues their charges against the boy. The super powerful families fighting against those charges, etc. So now you got at least three dead people. You got the old man stealing from all of his clients and, and a lot of people still too afraid to do anything. Well, that brings us to June of 2021, where a sobbing, hysterical Alex Murdoch calls the cops and to report that he's just come across his son and his wife shot to death near the dog kennels on the family's sprawling 1,700-acre hunting estate. 1,700 acres? Wow. Um, right. Now, just jumping in here, I'm hearing this story. I'm guessing a guy like that makes a lot of enemies, so it's not impossible that this sort of thing befalls his family. Which is precisely what he's claiming. Okay. It was not him using, and this is interesting, his son had his freaking head blown off. Sorry, but that's just the way it is with a shotgun. His wife was gunned down multiple shots from a rifle. It's a little odd, you got to admit. I'm a crazed drug addict, thief at a dead end. I'm getting uh, my wife and son or whatever have said that, sh- the, you know, the, the jig is up. I'm going to kill him, but I'm going to use a shotgun on her and a, or a shotgun on him and a rifle on her. It's not impossible, but it's a little weird. So the cops show up and they say uh, they're out there by the dog kennels at their 1700 acre estate. And they say to him, what's what's going on here? Who's been going where? Who's, have you been uh, have you been out here with them? And he said, no, I haven't been here at all today. I had to find them. And then, and then uh, later it surfaces that there's a videotape, like an Instagram post that his son, the victim, made, um, who's also the drunken boater, Timmy crazy scumbag, allegedly, Um he like posted to Instagram, and here I am at the dog kennels with my mom, and uh, and there's his dad's voice in the background talking. Okay, whoa, that establishing hurt. his whereabouts. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah. So anyway, we're now into the trial for the murder of the son and the uh, and the wife. And who's left uh, in the family? There are other kids. There's other the kids. Oldest son, who may or may not have been the lover of the guy found dead in the road, is still around. Uh huh. Uh, and of the immediate family, though, that's it. Huh. Oh, 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 I almost left. Out, I'm sorry. I almost left out this part. September of 2021. Now, this is uh, how many months is that? Uh, July, August, three months after the double murder. Old Alex Murdoch claims he was ambushed changing a tire when a guy shot him in the head from a passing truck. Turns out 
this guy is a uh, a fellow drug addict scumbag who Murdoch had employed in various druggy roles, who Murdoch had hired to shoot him in the head, so because he knew it was over, and he wanted his son to get the remaining to get the insurance money, but he couldn't off himself. He thought so. He he hired this jackass to shoot him in the head, glanced off his noggin, and the guy drove away in panic. Wow, but he was to the point he was willing to die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, uh, in July to December 2022, Alex is charged with his wife and son's murder and a bunch of other crimes. So the trial is going on right now. But all of this unfolded over the course of months. And I, I first heard about this story right after the double murder in June of 2021. And they mentioned the other mysterious deaths and the rest of it. So, yeah, if you've been following it since then to actually see this monster on trial and his defense taking shape and all, it's, you know, it's pretty compelling. We have some clips from yesterday's uh, uh, happenings. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we do we have time? Yeah, let's play clip 70, Michael. You also testified a standoff in the courtroom over whether Alec Murdoch incriminated himself in the murder of his son during an interview with police. You sat on the stand uh, and, and heard that, right? Yes, sir, I did. The defense grilling a state investigator over how he heard Murdoch describe Paul's death days after the murders. It was just so bad. I did it so bad. It was so bad. I did him so bad. That's what you testified to yesterday. Yes, sir. That is what I testified to. Now, are you 100% confident that Alex said, I did him so bad, rather than they did him so bad? I am 100% confident in what I heard and I interpreted him as saying. That investigator saying he made a mental note, but did not have the evidence against Murdoch at the time to take it further. Mm, That's a tough one. So the defense, uh, there's more. The defense is claiming, as you heard, he said they did him so bad. Now, it sure sounded like I to me, but let's slow the tape down in 71, Michael. But the defense pressing him on why he didn't ask Murdoch to clarify what he meant. You never followed up with it, did you? Murdoch's team playing the clip again. It was so bad. I did it so bad. Then, at slow speed. I so bad. But that investigator sticking to his interpretation. Did you hear they then? No, sir, I did not. Yeah, it kind of sounded like they to me. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. Which, but see, honestly, this guy might not get convicted. Wow. Um, And I'll tell you why. His story at the time was that somebody came along and killed them. So, of course, he would have said they did him so bad. Yeah. If he, in the middle of the the interrogation, in effect, confessed, and then the investigator didn't follow up, what do you mean you did him so bad? What did you do exactly? Speaking to the microphone. Yeah. No, he just kept talking. Yeah. That's weak, man. This is so bad. I did it so bad. Yeah. And he's in the weird position of it. It helps him to present what a scumbag he is and all the scumbags he's been dealing with his whole life to make it more clear to the jury that, hey, I got lots of, I've, I've hung around with a lot of scumbags. Could have been any of them killed my family. 
Yeah, I've been buying and selling drugs. I've been stealing from people. I've stole millions of people. I'm sorry, millions of dollars from innocent people who despise me now. They live in poverty because I took all their money. I have more enemies than you have friends. Yeah. That's his defense. Yeah, and then pretty good one because he probably does have those enemies. Oh, every word of that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there are probably lots of people when they heard part of his family was dead thought good. Yeah, it's too bad the old man ain't dead. Yeah. Wow, that's so, interesting. Well, I might start paying attention to the news updates every day, and uh, we'll keep you up to date, among other things that we follow, including this hour. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. According to a new survey, people don't want their partners to earn less than $30,000 a year. This news first reported by a guidance counselor to a philosophy major. (laughs) That doesn't pay well, I'm taking. It pays very poorly, Jack, if you can find employment at all. So, started the show by mentioning three giant political stories going on today that I think there will be headlines out of later. Uh, One of them being that Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy are meeting in theory to start their negotiation around the whole raising the debt ceiling. So something will come out of that. Um, Nikki Haley announced that she's going to announce for president. So on February 15th, she is going to run. So that's it's a pretty big deal. I mean, Trump's the only one officially in and now she's in. Um, And making herself a target, making herself a target. And uh, she said she wouldn't run if 
Trump was running because she respects him so much, but apparently changed her mind on that. Um, and then the other giant political story, I can't remember. Oh, the hearings begin today. So the Republicans ran on, hey, we're going to investigate all kinds of things, including the whole border situation. And they've got hearings on that going today, um, which is, uh, uh, you know, something's going to come out of that, including this. I just read this from. So Hanson's listening to this. And if it's good, we'll play it for you coming up. I just uh, CBS tweeted out. Um, and unfortunately, my Twitter thing just jumped. Well, let me nominate story number four. The FBI is ransacking the sitting president's home. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's not probably a minor looking thing. for, I don't know, the Lindbergh baby or, uh, you know, evidence he appeased Hitler or something. Right. The FBI is currently searching a sitting president's home. You'd think that'd be the lead story, but we're just so used to that sort of stuff now. It's like, yeah, man. it's the world we live in, right? This is wow, what is this, Brazil? This is what Scott McFarlane, the uh, reporter for CBS, tweeted out. The House Judiciary Committee is off to a roaring start in the 118th Congress with a very extended debate over the reciting of the Pledge of Allegiance. And then I see some congressperson um, uh, lecturing and waving his fingers. So we're, we're looking into the audio of that. And if it's uh, jazzy, we'll play that for you. But I, li- I always like it when before they even get started, somebody, I object. You know, before they even get going. Point of order, Mr. Chair. Point of order. (laughs) You can't make a point of order. Yeah, you can. Look at the rules. You know, that sort of thing. Oh, boy. (laughs) Love it when that sort of stuff happens. They're arguing about the Pledge of Allegiance before they even get to the meat of the day. You know, I didn't memorize that list of issues that Americans think are the most important, but I don't recall seeing that one on there. Yeah. Whether they recite the pledge before hearings in Congress. Uh, so we'll bring you that audio if it's any good. Also, just heard from a sheriff about the quality of cops showing up at the police academy currently. And that Oof. is a bit of a troubling story. Fits in with a, another narrative of the day. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. There you go. Tom Brady, short and sweet. Says he's retiring. Means at this time. Not going to go through all the histrionics as he did last time. He said you can only do that once, which he's right. Um, there you go. Fans of the heavy rock, like myself, saddened to see Ozzy Osbourne is retired, too. It's similar to the Tom Brady thing if Tom Brady had been playing football since 1968. Yeah, we got this text. In addition to Brady's retirement, you want might want to look into Ozzy Osbourne's announcement that he has decided to hang up his bat wings. Famously bit the head off a bat. All right, so there's that. Or did he? We'll take your calls. Um... So congressional hearings starting today, Republicans vowing to investigate a whole bunch of different things. Some of them I agree with, some of them I I don't, but understand the politics of. I definitely think they should be doing this border investigation, looking into what the hell's going on and Mayorkas and all that sort of stuff. I mean, good God. Amen to that. We're setting setting records every month. Every month. How do you not look into that? But hundreds um, of thousands of people now just on the dole in America's cities, living on the streets, supported by taxpayer money. And there's no stopping it. What the hell? But I guess the hearing got derailed quickly right off the bat. I don't know. I haven't heard this, but we'll listen. Where the chair may designate an individual to lead the Pledge of Allegiance to add the following language. Provided, however, the pledge shall not be led by an individual who supported an insurrection against the government of the United States in any way. All right. Because I think if we adopt this amendment, then we will be truthful in, in representing that Stating this pledge is an affirmation of your defense of democracy and the Constitution. It's hard to take that claim seriously if, in fact, an individual who in any way supported an insurrection against the government of the United States is allowed to leave the pledge. So I would ask Mr. Gates to accept this friendly amendment, and I look forward to supporting it. Would the gentleman yield for I first ask question. Mr. Gates if he'll support the amendment. To make sure that someone who led an insurrection against the United States doesn't make a mockery of the Pledge of Allegiance and stand before this committee with their hand over their heart claiming to support the Constitution. Mr. Cicilline, my concern would be if your definition of an insurrection is objecting to electors, then there would be many Democrats on the committee that wouldn't be eligible to lead the pledge since so many That's objected. not my definition I of mean, an the, the last Republican president I'll to get concede. sworn in absent I'll Democrat objectors the, was George Herbert Mr. Walker Bush. Claiming my time escapes, I will allow the chairman to determine whether or not someone has participated in insurrection in the United States. I think this language is important. Would the gentleman further yield? I'm asking Mr. Gates, will you now accept the amendment? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that, that you may be disqualifying too many of your own members. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt Gates is good at being Matt Gates. <laughs> I rarely side with him, but right. he has a point. Well, yeah, and so did, what the what a Democrat tried to do at the very beginning of the hearing about the border, which is going to be hard to defend for the Democrats, they tried to make it about January 6th, which is pretty clever. I mean, politics and is a... And Trump. 
And of Trump, course. politics is a, is a blood sport, and that's pretty clever. <laughs> Gates, uh, Hanson was telling me, because I didn't see the video, about how Gates clearly, like, I get challenged in a meeting or whatever. I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, God, what? No. He's one of those people that, oh, bring on the conflict. I want conflict. I want to, everybody come at me. I just, oh, I'm thriving on this. He's one of those people. And you can see it yeah. in his face. <laughs> wow. And he's good at it. He's good at it. Wow. I'll have to explain that. It's going to be hard to explain it to his high school girlfriend later this afternoon. You know what? They never brought any charges on that. I should quit <laughs> what? making Wait those comments. Minute. What? I should quit making those comments. Because they never brought yeah. any charges. They dropped that. So there you go. Speaking of January 6th, I wasn't planning on going here, but I just came across this. This is interesting. So the January 6th committee was, uh, for a variety of reasons, we won't go through that whole story again, but it was all, it was all uh, you know, opponents of... Trump and, and, and what happened there. It wasn't a, you know, both sides of the story thing. Um, let me read this to you from a couple of reporters. The, the House January 6th committee concluded that the FBI and other federal security agencies could have prevented a violent mob from overrunning the Capitol had they acted on the large volume of intelligence collected beforehand. The chief investigator told NBC News in an exclusive interview a judgment the committee left out of its televised hearings and final report. Mm-hmm. So one thing they concluded, but didn't put this in for the TV cameras or the final report when uh, uh, Liz Cheney and uh, whoever else was up there, you know, doing their thing, is that the conclusion is if they had acted on the intelligence they had, they could have stopped the mob from overrunning the Capitol. Now, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't negate what people did or what they were hoping to do or that doesn't change any of that. But what was, what's going on there? That seems like that's newsworthy. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you got to goes against the narrative. Come on now. You got to wonder, is there any chance? Will we ever know? Did uh, Nancy who, you know, made some of the decisions about security that day, did they want it to get ugly? They didn't think it would get that ugly. I, I would never believe that anybody, actually wanted that to happen because people people well some people did die but i mean you could have had lots of people die but i could definitely say no no let's keep the security kind of let's keep the security in the background let's say things get a little out of hand and show show the world who these trump people are i could see that easily yeah i don't know i don't know if one relates to the other honestly um i i, I think it's entirely possible that the feds Got a ton of intelligence on, you know, who is planning what, who is saying what online, that sort of thing, and chose not to take some of it seriously because that's the way it is in appraising real-time intelligence. You think, all right, that's a real threat. That's not. That's just a guy mouthing off, et cetera. And they made mistakes. They did not take seriously things they should have taken seriously. I don't think that necessarily means that they were in cahoots with Democrats. I don't know that it doesn't, but uh, it's it's. It's yeah, I don't a know. separate question, and it uh, by no means lets anybody off the hook who was smashing cops in the of face. Of course not. No, 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 no. And committing vandalism and, and screaming, hang Mike Pence. Uh, we are still a better country than uh, other countries, and certainly better than Iran. Have you been following the story of the, have you seen the video of the young couple in love dancing in the street? That's oh, brutal. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen the video. I saw a headline about it, yeah, but I don't it's know a, much about it. It looks like a like 20-year-old guy and his 19-year-old girlfriend or whatever, and they kiss and they spin around and they dance in front of this fountain. It's really cute, and they posted that on social media. They have been uh, sentenced to 10 years of jail time by the Iranian fun police or whatever they call them. 
the vice squad, for promoting corruption, prostitution, and propaganda. These young people. Nice regime. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And that's something. Wow. Wow. Remember that. It's the way some countries craft their lifestyle, world, culture, whatever. Hellhole run by cultists. Uh, did we mention the other? Did we mention the other story that Nikki? Haley, I guess we did mention that Nikki Haley has announced she's going to announce, which is a clever move. I don't remember who first invented this a few years ago. The announcing you're going to announce, so you get the coverage twice. Get all the news coverage today. Nikki Haley has announced she's running for president. The official announcement is the fifteenth, and then it, you get all the coverage again that day. It's kind hmm. of kind of a clever manipulation of the media, I guess. I'm for one or the other. You're falling for it like a hungry bass leaping at a lure. I will not. I have not fallen for it until I talk about it a second time. I'm only talking about it today. When she does it on the 15th, that is of no No, interest to me. No, no. See, you you are the very hungry bass I described. You're a six-pounder. I tell you what. Because her speech, her actual announcement, will include verbiage we cannot ignore. I'll bet I can. <laughs> but um, uh, what, what, what do you think? Is this a big deal? Is this a major person getting in? And yes, I'm about to talk to the about the 2024 election because I listened to a fascinating interview with Mark Halpern yesterday. Remember the guy from Game Change that has his own newsletter now? He thinks Trump's got a way better chance than people are uh, giving him. Well, I'm people then because I don't think he has a chance. But Right. Um, uh, but first with Nikki Haley, you think she's a big deal getting in? Major player. Yeah, she's absolutely a significant player in all this. Yeah, if if only because she's so bright. I mean, she's really good at politics. So Mark Halpern's argument for Trump is um, how well his candidates did in the primaries leading up to the election. So Trump candidates did not do very well in the general election, but almost everyone Trump backed to become the candidate won the primary. He still had that kind of sway, and uh, and you know that's the crowd that you need to to win the primary and become the candidate. That's part of his argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the fact that as a guy who's been studying politicians and watching them close up around the country for a long time, he says he's that Donald Trump is second only to Bill Clinton in terms of retail politics talent. He he puts Donald Trump ahead of Barack Obama in terms of being a campaigner, which I thought was interesting. Wow. That is interesting. Yeah, I just think the bloom left the rose month by month by month, and it continues to leave the the level of support. And and on the other side, the level of belief that, hey, love the policies, love love the judges, but it's time to hand off the football. Yeah, he did acknowledge that Trump's got so many dings, you know, and things that you can attach to him that weren't weren't true in 2016. But... Uh, according to Halpern, and I don't, I don't follow th- this closely. Trump has a way better team around him to run for election a third time than he's had either of the other times. Way, way more talent, way better staffed, way better, um, you know, situated to just run a serious presidential campaign. So that's one thing. The other point he made, and this is definitely, there's no arguing this whatsoever. He went through the list. He was talking about how DeSantis is way overrated in terms of a national politician at this point. He could surprise us, but Halpern's argument was, and he's right, almost everybody who's been in the DeSantis position, practically everybody over the last however many decades, has fizzled. 
like how many times do we have to think, oh, well, wait till so-and-so gets in on the Democratic side or the Republican side, and they just don't pan out. It's it's more the the rule than the exception. Mm-hmm. And, and I was shocked by a whole bunch of them that I thought, oh, boy, this person, wait till they get in. It's going to be huge. when Rudy gets in, when Jeb Bush gets in, when... Please clap. You know, when whoever gets in, oh, forget it. And then they just... They just don't have it, whatever it is. It just doesn't take I was a talker for Walker, as uh, folks continually remind me. Well, and I'm uh, particularly sensitive because I'm a fan of uh, DeSantis. So am I. That the promising but somewhat awkward governor will not pan out. I'm thinking of Scott Walker and others. Jeb, you know? Yeah, and it's weird, and it happens. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not Jeb. It's Jeb! And it happens. Please clap. It happens so fast, as we remember. It takes like days before everybody's like, eh, that just doesn't seem right. <laughs> I mean, that's how it's, it's like being on a date, really. And, and, you know, it seems nice. It seems fun. And all. Then something is said or confessed to or whatever. And you think, oh, boy, how soon can this end? Soon as two term Republican Texas Governor Rick Perry gets in. I mean, look at him. He looks like a president. Look at his background story. Just moderate uh, state, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And it's happened so many times with really the only two exceptions being uh, in recent times, Obama and George W. Bush, who absolutely lived up to the hype that preceded them. But all the other ones, no. So we'll see. Hmm. Hmm. One more stupid, looking too far ahead question. Um, I'm surprised people are getting in already. I thought they would wait longer. DeSantis, you think he waits till the very end? First to de- oh, debate yeah. in July. I would be shocked if he did not wait until the very end. And the voices saying, please run, Ron, please run, were so loud and overwhelming. He could legitimately say, look, I'm into being the governor of Florida. Right. But I love this country, and if y'all really want me to run, I'll take a look at it, Maybe which is a good look. Maybe even wait beyond the first debate. I don't know how many debates are scheduled, but let a whole bunch of people go on there and kind of underwhelm, uh, you know, while you're in the background and people are really saying, we need DeSantis out there. I mean, look at these clowns. Maybe during the debate, he wades into the surf and saves a whale with a golf ball in his blowhole or something like that. It steals the headlines and off and running. Yes, the sea was angry that day, my friends. Yes, that's it, right. Anything could happen. Anyway, that's plenty of that. Oh, yes. <laughs> More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I can guarantee you that from now on, anything and everything is always going to be above board. It's largely always been above board. I'm just going to go the extra step now to double-check, cross-reference everything. What the hell that? That was George Santos. Oh, okay. Explaining how going forward, everything's going to be above board. <laughs> yeah, Bullshit. And I heard him say something about you know, lying on a resume. You know, that's one thing running for office. I mean, that's just part of the game but lying as a sitting member of congress doing the people's work that is not okay and you will not get any of that i mean so okay said the liar (laughs) (laughs) yeah no kidding that's hilarious this is a story that's not getting much attention at all shockingly but every gop senator and joe manchin are coming after the biden administration's esg climate investment rule it here's what's happening the biden administration is trying to change the regulations about 401ks uh, which say essentially you've got to be a fiduciary you're not trying to well the only thing you're trying to do is maximize the return on investment well the biden administration wants to amend those rules to say that you can go ahead and take environmental and social Ah. issues into consideration for investment what? decisions. No. That's right. No. And so if this investment is going to lose all of this nice person's retirement money, but it will advance social causes, then that's allowed for 401k. Well, even if you're not going to lose my money, I mean, that'd be an extor- the extreme version. But, like, you're going to sure, get me yeah. a couple percent less than I would have because you think it's going to be, be good for the, the, the whatever, the oceans? Give me a break. Yeah. Or your cronies who have investments in right. solar panels, or right. or or Black Lives Matter, you know, handouts or what have you. Yeah, it's just it's utterly, utterly shocking. Uh, Congressman Andy Barr of Kentucky. Oh, I'm sorry, this is Mike Braun of Indiana. Rather said, uh, President Biden is jeopardizing retirement savings for millions of Americans for a political agenda. Um, we're proud to stand up against this rule for the millions of Americans who depend on these funds for their retirement. A group of 25 states last week filed a federal lawsuit against the Biden administration over this rule, uh, which attorney, uh, Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes says would put millions of Americans' safety net retirement plans at risk. Unfreaking believable. Yeah, that's something. I mean, to 
loosen the regulations for any purpose whatsoever is shocking. But yeah, well, in the name of social causes. Now, is this one of those virtue signaling things where the Biden administration gets to say, we're on the record as supporting ESG uh, uh, investments? That's environmental, social, and governance. I hope. Investments. And they don't actually mean it. But just normalizing the very idea of this is so crazy. Man, I tell you what, every time I get the disgusted by the Republican Party or worn out by them or, or whatever, think, man, you, you have no principles, you're a bunch of liars. I, I realize that, okay, if the other side wins, they're going to push stuff like this. Right. Yeah. I remember hearing one of your top, was it Warren Buffett? I don't think it was. I shouldn't throw it. But one of your top uh, advisors. Jimmy Buffett? saying um, uh, anytime somebody has a great investment and they say it's going to make the world a better place, hold on to your wallet. Um, Yeah. And I, yeah. Doesn't mean that it can't happen, but it's just, you got to be singularly focused when you're coming to investments. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I certainly expect that out of the people who are handling my money. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Here at Giant Investment Firm, we could have gotten you a 6% return this year, but instead, we're going to make sure that there's equity on college campuses, and we've invested in, you know, whatever. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm going to hunt you down. So the memorial service in Memphis is today. Five officers charged so far with murder. Other people losing their jobs. Um how big a deal is police violence in this country? Well, Jason Riley, writing in the Wall Street Journal, wants to put it all in perspective, and it's definitely worth hearing if you haven't for hour four. If you miss an hour of the show, we do four. You can get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty, on demand. And who decided to insult the family uh, by sending Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris will be there. Al Sharpton's doing the, the big speech. Is she going to speak or just stand there and look however she looks? And Getty. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options or... Visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.